Uh, Isaiah chapter 40. Um, I want to read. Uh, we did, what did we do last week? We did, um, we're doing verse, uh, verse 31 today. That's what we're doing. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. Very familiar passage. Very familiar passage, right? Um, it says, yet those who wait for the Lord will gain what? New strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. I want to talk about this morning, what are the benefits of waiting for God? Amen. Amen. We've been, we've been in a series entitled Frequently Asked Questions About God. And so we're going to answer this question today. What are the benefits of waiting on God? Um, thank you, ushers. One of the things that I realized um, as a young person, when I was young, um, you would hear your parents say, wait. Uh, you'll hear them say, wait, all the time, as a matter of fact. Wait here, sit here, wait, wait, wait. Wait your turn. I remember I wanted to be grown so bad, I started shaving my mustache when I was young, young, young. And then all of a sudden, it started growing in. I thought I was grown then. Amen. I, I couldn't wait to grow up. I couldn't wait to become a man. Whatever the idea I had in my mind then. But oftentimes, waiting for some of us Amen, uh, is critical. Sometimes the situations that we're waiting for, the things that we're waiting on, they have due dates. They have deadlines. They have, and decisions that demand action. And waiting on God can become confusing and discouraging because you don't know when. And somebody here this morning, I want to tell you, that there are benefits. There are definite benefits in waiting for God. There are so many benefits, but the thing about it, sometimes in our waiting season, rather than praying, we're complaining. Rather than trusting, amen, we are turning to our own understanding. Do I have anybody? Have you ever been there where you've just been waiting on God and you're like, man, how long? I told you last week, the prophet Habakkuk said, how long, oh God? How long should we sit around and watch this, the, the, the world win while we look like we're losing? Sometimes your waiting season can cause you to become fatigued. It can cause you to become so um, out of shape spiritually, amen, that you stop praying, you stop praising. Come on, somebody. You, you, you become so distracted with trying to make it happen. Come here, Sarah and Abraham. Come on, Sarah and Abraham. Amen. They waited a long time for the promised son. Here's the crazy thing about it. God had them to wait about 50 years, amen, for the promise to come to pass. But watch this. But when the promise did come to pass, God says, now give them back. It's amazing. But sometimes we're trying to figure it out, but we can't. 
I told you last week that, that Isaiah is writing to Israel who is in captivity. He's given them a prelude as to what will happen. Amen. In this chapter, in this verse, from verse 29 to verse 30, I see something here that I want to show you. I see four types of people. And then in verse 31, I see one person. Watch what it says. It says, he gives strength to the who? To the weary. Amen. So I see the weary. I see the weary who's being strengthened by God. You see that? He gives strength to the weary and to him who lacks what? Might. He does what? Increase. I see, not only do I see the weary, but I see the weak. I'm thinking that maybe waiting causes us to get weary. Maybe where, wait, waiting causes us to get what? Weak. Watch this. Watch this. The, 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 what he says here, he says, he, 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 him who lacks might, he increases in power. And then I see, watch this, though youths grow weary and tired, I see the young child who's running on empty. You see it? You see it? Then he said, then he says, then the vigorous young man stumble badly. I see the young adult who's stumbling in life, waiting on God in these different seasons of our lives, the season of weariness, the season of weakness. When we're young, we're doing some things that we, we definitely can't wait when we're young. But the, the, the thing about this is that the fact that when we're waiting on God, we have to understand where we are. We understand who we are, understand the season that we're in in this life. But then in verse 31, then there are those who wait. And that's where I see the benefits. You see, the context helps us to understand that you can take matters into your own hands. Notice he says that what vigorous young men stumble badly. See, when you're young, you don't want to listen and wait. When you're young, you think you know everything. Come on, somebody. Come on now. Amen. You remember being young? Anybody remember being young? <laughs> Amen. Anybody here remember doing things without waiting? Do you remember the outcome of those things? Come on, somebody. And look, he says we stumble what? Badly. Isaiah is writing to these people who had been in captivity. They said had a little bit more time in there. And they were thinking, how long, God? How long do we have to be in Babylon? Well, God told you in Jeremiah chapter 29, he told you what? Build houses? Have children? Amen. Right? For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. This is the same Israel he's talking to. Plans for a future and a hope. See, here's the thing. If God settled that he already knows your future, then you ought to stop thinking that he does not know about your future. Do I have anybody? Oftentimes in your waiting season, you're not going to get a clear picture just yet. But he goes in and he talks about, he says, yet those who wait. So, so, so if I were to say to you what are the benefits, write this down. First thing you need to know, your waiting will not be wasted or in vain. That's the first point I want to give you today. He says, yet those who what? Wait on the Lord. Notice who you're waiting on. The Lord. Not, watch this. The word there for wait means to hope. 
to have hope. And let me say this. Hope doesn't disappoint if the object is the Lord. And when you know who you're waiting on. Amen. It gives you peace. It gives you calmness. It gives you security because, watch this, because you understand that you're waiting. You're not waiting on man. You're not waiting on nobility. You're not waiting on anything else. But you're waiting. The first benefit, you're waiting will not be wasted or in vain. You ever feel like you wasted time? Anybody ever feel like you wasted time? Come on, let me help you something. If you're waiting on God, there's no wasted time. As a matter of fact, that's the most precious time you'll ever have because while you're waiting on God, guess what you're doing? You're listening to God. You're worshiping God. Come on, somebody. God is revealing more of himself to you because he wants you to know him better for the assignment that he has for your life. It requires that you have a relationship with him. Come on and say amen. The object, of your, the object of your waiting is the Lord. He says, yet those, there's the waiting people, who wait on the Lord will what? Will gain what? New strength. Won't have that old strength, you'll have new strength. Won't be running on empty, you'll be running on full. Now, now, now this word gain, the word literally means that while you're waiting, watch this, the word means to change into something new it means to go it means to move past where you are to somewhere else so write this down the second point is this not only will you gain uh will your waiting not be in vain or wasted but you will change for the better while waiting i'm gonna say it one more time the strength that god is going to give you is not to get out of it it's the strength to move past where you are so that you can become something different do I have anybody? It's the ability to get up and say, you know what? I don't like where I am right now. I don't like the situation that I'm going through right now. God, give me the strength, but change me so I can move past where I am right now. God wants to give us ability. Come on, somebody. He doesn't want to give you a quick fix. He wants to give you a permanent fix. God, while you're waiting, he will give you the strength and the ability to move past your failures, your faults, and those broken relationships that you're still holding on to. Stuff that you've been through as a child, you'll move past it. Things that, you, that left you scared, watch this. God says, I will give you the strength to move what? Past it. This is not physical strength. This is emotional strength. This is spiritual strength. And guess what? If you wait on God, he'll finish what he started in you. Do I have anybody? He says, you'll gain new strength. The new kind of strength that, that God will give you. Watch this. Watch this. He says, he says, look what he says. He says, and they mm, will mount up uh -huh, with what? Hold on a minute. Now let me let me share this with you. In, 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 when you read, whenever you read the Old Testament, you'll find out that the Bible uses pictures to illustrate some things. Right? So, so the Hebrew language is a picturesque language. Uh, the Greek language is more for the intellect. So what the writer is doing is illustrating 
what's common to them. Now, I don't know if you understand what eagles are about. But I won't give you a lesson in eagles today. I want to give you a lesson in wingology. Stay with me. I, I, that's why I move through real fast on them points, because I want you to catch this. You need a lesson in what? Wingology. He says they will mount up with what? Like eagles. All right? Eagles, number one, are known for their strength, their courage, and dangerous, watch this, and turbulent weather. An eagle is designed to soar above. Y'all got. Watch where I'm going with this, okay? He says the one who is waiting on God will transform and start moving above where they are right now. The eagle's wings was a figure of speech commonly used by the Hebrew people to talk about the attributes and the character of a person. Now watch this. Watch where I'm going with this. He says they will mount up with wings like eagle. Let me give you the point real quick. So the point is this. You will develop the courage and strength to rise above your circumstances while waiting on God. Let me say it one more time. You will develop the courage and the strength to rise above your circumstance while waiting on God. But let's get back to wingology. You ready? Here's what you got to know about an eagle's wings. Number one, with his wings, he dives at speeds of 200 miles an hour. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. I'm going to say it one more time. He dives... At what? 200 miles an hour. The eagle's wingspan is 24. Watch it. With his, e with his wingspan, he glides effortlessly. Watch this. To altitudes of 2,400 feet above everything. I'm trying to help somebody. Why are you flying so low? Why are you flying so low when you should have strength like an eagle? You should have strength like the wings of an eagle. Could I have anybody? Here's the other thing about the, about the eagle you need to know. An eagle had been found to have 7,182 feathers. But it doesn't use its wings to fly. It uses the tips to fly. I'm trying to help somebody. In other words, what I'm trying to say is this, that God has given you the ability while you're waiting because he's transforming you so that you will have what you need to soar above what you're going through. The eagle flaps their wings at takeoff and that's it. Everything else is acceleration. But the last thing I want to let you know about an eagle an eagle does not avoid hurricanes. The eagle flies into the hurricane because it gets above the hurricane and that's where it finds its peace. Isn't it interesting how we avoid hurricanes and storms in our lives? 
And I'm talking to somebody here today. If you keep waiting on God, he's going to give you the ability to soar above it, to fly above it, to go up above and beyond where you are right now so that you can get to the place where he wants you to be. Do I have anybody? And I'm talking to somebody here today that God wants to give you capacity but you got to be ready but you got to wait and while you're waiting you got to understand that you're going through a transformation that you will never be the same anymore because once you develop these wings like eagles it ain't no going back. Some of us are broken because we can't wait long enough. We get tired of waiting. We get tired of, of holding on. We get tired of watching other people win while we're sitting here on the sidelines. But can't take your eyes off of everybody else and put your eyes on Jesus and check out what he's doing for you because he wants you to rise above where you are. Do I have anybody? He wants you to glide through those storms. He wants you to get through those hurricanes of life. And when you come out on the other side, you will be praising him because you now have the ability to rise above your situation. He says, not only will you mount up with wings like eagle. He says, but they, who's the they? The one who's waiting. He says, they will what? Run and not get tired. I've been running for Jesus, and I'm not tired yet. Tell your neighbor I'm waiting because I haven't gotten my wings yet. My wings are still under development. And when, when God is through with me, and I get the strength of an eagle, <laughs> And I got them wings that I can fly above my situation. Guess what? Every now and then I'm going to come down on earth. I'm going to touch down. But guess what I'm going to have to do? I'm going to have to run a little bit. Come on, somebody. I want to help somebody. Don't stop running for Jesus. Don't stop running. Don't stop holding on because guess what? God has something in store for you, but you got to hold on just a little bit longer. Watch what he says. He said they will run and not get tired. The next thing is you will never get tired of the process of waiting. That's the benefit. Because once you get a taste of the development portion, you will realize that this waiting that I'm doing, this running that I'm doing, watch this, God is still working on me. So you'll never get tired of the process of waiting. Can I tell you something? Waiting is a process, y'all. Waiting is a process. You keep on running. Watch this. You're wondering why, watch this. You're wondering why hasn't this person stopped yet? It's because it's who they're waiting on. You see, running for Jesus should never be a burden. But I want to say to somebody here today, don't run in your strength. Don't run in your strength. Don't run in your ability. Run while you're waiting. God says you will never get tired of the process. It's a process. Look what he says. They will run and not get tired. They will what? See, see here's the thing. They, they start walking not because they're tired. Amen. It's just a different phase in waiting. You see, one phase of your waiting, you got to fly high. The other phase of your waiting, you got to run. Come on, somebody. 
And in the other phase of your waiting, you got to walk. You got to step in the name of, I'm, you got you to walk. Watch, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. He says, they will walk and not get what? Weary. You know what that word means? Exhaustion. Let me, let me say this to somebody real quick. And I know you've said it. You're sick and tired of this. If you're tired, it's your strength. It ain't, it ain't you waiting on God, it's you waiting on you. And then waiting on something to get you through. Stop waiting on something and start waiting for the Lord. And the benefits of waiting is that I will not get faint. There's no fatigue in me. I didn't start walking now because I'm tired. No, I'm not tired. I'm not weary of waiting. But God will give you the ability to never faint or tire out. And I'm talking to somebody. You got to hold on just a little bit longer. As the text says, they will walk and not become weary. And so the last thing, last benefit is, watch this, you'll never quit. You'll never what? Quit. I see people quit God. I see people quit the race. I've seen people give up in the waiting seasons of their lives. Listen, be honest with yourself. Are you ready? You may be saying, yeah, I'm ready. You got half a wing. You can't even fly yet. You can't even get over paying your bills on time. But you want more money. Oh, let me help you. You can't even show up to work on time, but you want a promotion. I just put logic to things and be like, come on, man. In order for you to develop, you have to go through God's waiting program. But when you come out of it, you'll come out better. Dancing with the stars illustrates how we should walk with God. One of the things you notice with some of the people, when some of the people is asking why they didn't get a better score, because their performance was better than that. It might have been, but the judgment is not based on anything else other than foot movement. Synchronized steps is what they're looking for. I don't care what you dance. Whether you dance the waltz, the two-step, whether you're doing whatever you're doing. They're looking for synchronized steps. The question is, when they look at it, they're looking, are they timed and are the two moving together? I'm saying one more time. Are they timed and are the two moving together? And so the more time or synchronized steps, the sameness, the exactness, the simultaneous movement, the more attractive the dance looks. Well, likewise, you and I have to look at our walk with God. The question is, are you moving in step 
with God? Do you have the same movement with God? Are you going east or is he going west? Come on, somebody. If it doesn't look pretty, <laughs> then that means you've left God behind. Do I have anybody? He always wants to lead the dance. All you got to do is step when he steps. Move when he moves. And if you wait on the Lord, he will give you new strength. He will mount you up with wings like eagles. You will run and not get tired. You will wait on the Lord. And let me say this to somebody today. You have to step with God. Keep in step with God. And he'll bring you through. Give God a hand clap of praise.